You're listening to The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XM Out So I can't resist jumping in. Jane Lynch is in the studio. Hey. <laughs> and she's looking smashing I as know, always. Right? Well, thank you. Back at you. Both of you. So Jane Lynch is uh, here to talk about many things, including the season three premiere of... Uh, her Emmy award-winning show, <laughs> Hollywood Game Night, which uh, runs on NBC Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. 9 Central. And um, this is sort of like the little show that became a big hit. <laughs> it was. It was supposed to be, I think, uh, six episodes. We, we, we were going to do six episodes for the summer 2013. And it turned into, we ended up doing 22 that season and 22 the next, and we got 10 more coming. And then you went, like, went and... Be all these big names for the for the hosting Emmy. <laughs> so How much did you love so that? Lovely. Did you love that? Did Ryan Seacrest try to trip you that year? Because <laughs> you know, you know, she has dreams. <laughs> oh, I'm not touching that one. Right? <laughs> Ryan Seacrest, in my mind, is the living embodiment of Tracy Flick from Election. Oh my gosh! Don't yeah, you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. So he must have like everything perfect and mm-hmm. he must have taken and... he must have taken a kitchen knife to a pillow at home that that night. <laughs> don't you think? I don't know that he was nominated that. I think he was, wasn't he? So that means or he maybe... probably was sitting at home with a voodoo doll the whole time. <laughs> he was probably. Hasn't he won it before though? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. He must I, have won every what? time. I, I have maybe had he nice was having. With maybe him. he. He's a wonderful guy. Yeah, I'm a huge know. fan. Mm-hmm. But I am still picturing him maybe being Elvis and shooting bullets into a TV screen with <laughs> Sue Sylvester. You know, while it. I was picking up my uh, statue, he was counting his money. Oh, word. So yeah, yeah. Mm. This right. bitch. <laughs> so it's a fun show. If you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. it's really, it's really, it's a perfect summer show. It is. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's good, lighthearted, clean fun. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's, it's very. You know, it's very. You know why I like it? Mm. It reminds me oddly, even though they have no resemblance. Reminds me of those old '70s shows. Oh, like it does. That Battle was, of I, the I, Network Stars. I'm definitely, yes. uh, uh, actually, a little even a little earlier than that. I'm inspired uh, by that. I, I kind of make that comparison. Like, uh, uh, remember the shows uh, Match Game? Yes, of course. And Baffle and uh, Match but, Game was my show. That was yeah, everything. That was, remember Brett Summers? She was of like course. a professional game show content, celebrity game show. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brett Summers and Charles Nelson Riley right. and Richard Paul Dawson. Lind, Richard Dawson. Oh God, who else was on? Fanny Flag. Who? Fanny, Fanny Flag. What did Fanny Flag? Well, Fanny Andy Flagg was a writer. Patty Deutsch. What did Patty Deutsch do? Oh, was Patty she... Deutsch is a voiceover person. We have the same agent. I see her a lot. Really? Yeah. Was she always a voiceover person? Yeah. That's so wow. Funny. Anytime you know. hear somebody on the radio who talks like this, it's Patty Deutsch. How funny. Yeah. I still love that show. They yeah. used to sit there drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Brett Summers for sure. For sure, right? <laughs> you know, she was married to Jack Klugman. That's right. Can you imagine the tempestuousness of that? <laughs> well, they, she used to play his ex-wife on the Odd Couple. On, on the Odd Couple, right, right, right. I think they actually were married at that time. I don't think it was I a prescient uh, relationship. I, I I failed history in school, but I could tell you that Brett Summers was married to Jack Klugman. <laughs> 
useful. Priorities. priorities Very useful. Exactly. But it's so 70s. It reminds me of, of all of those great Gene shows. Gene Rayburn. Be, you remember what a great host he was? He was with really good. He was yeah. my first celebrity encounter when I moved to Gene New York. Gene Rayburn? Yes, on the streets. That's oh, so wow. I know. In front of, what were we, the, the Hard Rock Cafe. I don't know that that's something to brag about. I don't know. I don't know, know, but I don't it was, know if I get that I was excited. I was like, oh my God, that's Gene Rayburn. And it was like, why do I know that? You probably made his his year. Yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> Do you want a picture, kid? <laughs> I just have a <laughs> Probably have like a Ted Baxter moment where he just pulled out a whole sheaf of them. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! So, uh, so season three uh, begins tonight, and uh, and good celebrities. Uh, I know. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, who's who? Who's gay in Hollywood? <laughs> And we've got or who we <laughs> wish was gay, like Joe Jonas. Hey, hey, he's on the show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this uh, Tuesday we have a star-studded lineup. We have um, uh, uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Zachary Quinto, and their pals. So they're pretty fun to watch mm-hmm. together. Um, uh, Jane Krakowski, uh, John Legend, Chrissy Teigen together on different couches. They're against so you each have other. like real celebrities, yeah. not like no, oh, yeah, yeah. no Fanny no flags of our <laughs> right. generation. Right, no, no C level, no, 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 no D plus uh, uh, level. No. Fun. We're like in the B's, B minuses. <laughs> That's good. No, no, that, I mean, the, this first show is definitely A star power. That's crazy. Yeah, it's great. But you know, it's to me a show like this is evidence that if you function from a place of yes, anything is possible. Oh, isn't that a great way to look at it? Don't yeah, yeah, I think so too. Because I think uh, you know a, a snobby person would say, "Oh, I'm busy," mm-hmm. and you know, but it's such a fun show. It's, it's fun. playful. It's relaxed. It. It's it I think it's be- if you're going to promote something, it's better than sitting on a couch and telling the story about you know, tell us what happened at the car wash. You know, well, you know how they do that. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, but I, but what I'm dying to know is how your tour's been going. Great. It's been going great. See We're, Jane uh, Singh. Yes. So good. I've been following this tour. You're going to be at Joe's Pub in We're August. We're going to be at Joe's Pub in August, the 16th through the 19th, two shows a night. And so people come out because it is the dog days. Um, so, uh, but it, Joe's Pub, is, have you sung at Joe's Pub before? I haven't sung at Joe's Pub, but I've seen shows there. The sound is exquisite. It is. Know? It's just, they just rebuilt it, mm-hmm. obviously, and it's beautiful, and it's the sound is great. The food is fantastic. Delicious. Is it? So show up and have, you know, dinner beforehand. And I've got this five-piece band, um, Tony Guerrero Quintet, and they are masters. They're so wonderful. And, and of course, you know, Kate Flannery, who was Meredith the Drunk in the Office. She mm-hmm. uh, joins me. We've been friends for a long time and singing together for a long time and then this guy tim davis who was the uh vocal arranger on glee arranged every single song vocally uh and a wonderful singer great crooner and a great performer he joins us too so we're going to cram all eight of us on that tiny little stage <laughs> i know it's a little little, little stage. stage but there's no dancing so we'll be fine <laughs> so um have you been uh how 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 consistent has the the uh the set list been have you been playing with it yeah or? i've been playing with it we we keep everything but yeah. i've been adding it was when i was doing it when i did it at 54 below it was a little under an hour right. and it needs to be more than that um so i just don't want to add songs to add songs but since then i have been inspired to add songs so i'm very happy um, with a lot of the stuff we've, all the stuff we've added. So how does a song like show itself to you and say, I want to be sung? Um, let's see. I, you know what? I'll, I, it's like I'll have a flashback of something that I loved as a kid. Like I'm doing that song, 
Smile a Little Smile for Me, Rosemary. Remember that song? Oh my gosh. I'm doing that one. And and I tell the story beforehand about how um, when I would watch the Dick Van Dyke show as a kid, I loved uh, Rosemary, the actress. Mm. And um, I, you know, she never had a boyfriend or she had a boyfriend, Herman Glimpshire, but he would never commit. And I felt sorry for her. So when I heard this song in my young mind, confusing the actress for um, the character, I thought it was written for her. Smile a little smile for me. And I love that song. So we, we just added it. that. I just added King of the Road. Um, oh, wow. The, yeah. Uh, the Roger a, uh, Williams yeah. song, which is so much fun to sing. And I do a love song medley about um, the ridiculousness of uh, romantic relationships and go back to like uh, the songs that I grew up with, like, let it please be him, oh, <laughs> dear God, the Vicky Carr song. And I go through all of these songs about how I will die if I don't have you. Is it? Is it? How do people respond? Because there are, I'm imagining two tiers of listeners. There are the listeners who are, are, I'm in my early 50s, who are thinking, oh my God, Vicki Carr forgot all about her, how awesome. <laughs> or Smile, Little Smile for Me. That was my mother's favorite song because my mother's oh. name is Rosemary. Oh, is it? Yeah. Aww. So, yeah, that was like a big song in our house when yeah. I was growing up. And then there are people who are from the Sue Sylvester era of right. your of your career who are probably not aware of who any of these people or right. any of these songs are. So there's an educational factor. And, yeah. and, and well, there's of, no ki- I mean, kids can. There are kids at the show. But we're talking younger. We're talking more like younger adults. Younger adults. Yeah. yeah. I think you appreciate good music. I've yeah. never heard heard anybody say you know oh she needs to. Uh, you know, no, make but her I'm thinking more. more is it is it what like how do you how do you Gauge the the temperature of a crowd. I don't. You don't. This is the thing that I, that I want to announce. Where uh, I have come as a performer since, uh, you know, I started, yeah. is that I don't have bad shows anymore. There's just no such thing, because there's I'm not monitoring myself the way I used to. I don't gauge a crowd. Um, I go out there and I do my thing, and I and we engage, and they we come together. I'm not like, oh, what can I do to get them back? Or, oh, they didn't. Like, I once did this song. It's the opener, and it's hopefully funny. And a couple of times I've done it. Um, it's a, like a, a power ballad that has ridiculous words. And if they don't laugh at that, it's going to be a long night. So um, I, I, I've had it where they don't laugh at it, and we just do our show. And they, they, they come along. How did you get to that point? This is just, it's age and maturity, I think, and... Uh, you know, inner work where you're not out there for approval. You're out there because, you know, I'm out there because I love doing this and I love singing with Kate. I love live performance. I love feeling the audience come with me. And if there are people, if there is a crowd, are people in the crowd who are like, oh, I'm not, you know, this isn't my cup of tea at all. I'm not aware of it. And it doesn't matter. And they is can it, leave if they want. Or did stay. you hit, did you go, did you go into see Jane sing with that? Yeah, I think it mindset? happened in. I think it happened in when I did Annie on Broadway. Yeah, you know, I That's didn't. Yeah, gotta be the most freeing thing. It is. Ever. It's the biggest. It's the biggest deal in the world. I never had a bad show as Annie, and I'm not saying that I didn't, you know, miss a note sometimes, you know, or miss a moment. I, oh, that could have been better. But I don't have that critical voice at, at all anymore when I'm on stage. Wow, I'm really just very present. And I, you know, I don't know exactly the logical step as, as to how I got there, but it struck me like in rehearsal when when they were putting me into the show, I was like, wow, I'm not at all critical of myself, nor am I uh, evaluating my performance while I'm in my performance. Is that part of? Um can you carry that into a character? 
Yeah. Have you have you been able to carry that onto, you mean, onto you mean a like, set when you're playing character? Oh, I do. I think that's why it happened there. I think that's what I do. And I'll tell you, doing a show for seven years playing the same character, it was about seven years that I did it, um, I developed a level of confidence uh, that kind of now bleeds through to everything. Wow. Because you know, I know how to play her. I've been doing her quite a while, and I've allowed her to grow and evolve. I never got tired of playing her, um, and I think that that... Uh, really helped me uh, kind of get out of my critical head because I I used to have a, a, a whole commentary running while I was on stage and I know actors out there performers um, on stage are probably going I know what you mean <laughs> yeah really yeah. so does that then because um, the show sounds because I'm I'm gonna see the show in August I haven't seen good. it good I'll hook you up you let me know no, you too pal better be I careful I'll hook you but, up but but what I'm what I'm feeling because I've been following the show the tour very closely is it it is this very interesting uh, hybrid of performance mm-hmm. and reveal that we're kind of getting to know you a little bit differently on the stage is that first of all is that sure. fair yeah i would say that's fair it's not something i go out there to try to accomplish it's not a confessional not not at all no it's not a confessional at all it's really um uh, the way i look at it it's songs that i love that really don't have any discernible theme and um i've written some patter I, what i do is i script it within an inch of its life <laughs> do you so that i can be free within that like, I love to be free, but only within a confined space. <laughs> I need to bounce up against Controlled walls. Controlled chaos. Yes, exactly. So it's scripted within an inch of its life, but within that, I'm loose as a goose. But but But, well, because the songs you choose, I always tell people that I'm telegraphing throughout this entire show by the songs that I that I play on yeah. at any given moment. Consciously? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's consciously, kind of a conscious sometimes thing. not. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's just I'll look back at a playlist and I'll say, "Oh, you were going through something that yeah, day. Yeah, what yeah. was? What were? What were you going through?" Right. Uh, and other times I'll just say, "Yeah, I'm, you know, if I'm trying to communicate to someone or something, it's like mm-hmm. I'll hit a few songs and it's meant to communicate directly." Mm-hmm. Um, have you found that you're more comfortable with? Have you found that you're 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 telegraphing more without even realizing? Yeah, it? I think I am, and the the reason I think that is that I'm not. Conscious, consciously choosing music to telegraph anything. I'm really choosing music that I think are great songs mm-hmm. and that I love musically, that I love to sing. Mm. Um, uh, I, I'm not singing anything that I don't love. It's not the best feeling. Yeah. That's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, That's it's, it's funny because the, the, I feel like the, it's, a, it's a very big topic these days, uh, generationally speaking, between creative people and and. and you know what? How how valuable someone who's been in it for a while is versus the young relevant kids, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I would never want to be twenty something mm-hmm. again because it was too fraught. Yeah, <laughs> don't you just feel yeah. so? I'm fifty two now, and I just think, good lord, thank goodness. Yeah, I'd love to be twenty two again, but as me now. Yeah, God, I would I be fabulous? <laughs> so possible. thin and lithe and. Smart, <laughs> wise. What's it with like? a libido? Work. Oh yeah, wow. Work. <laughs> or really, with or, with or with a body that will will respond <laughs> when right. the libido's working. All right. <laughs> Came here to bum us out, Jamie. Yeah, Thirty six past the hour. Um, Is this live? Yeah. yeah. I thought maybe we were going to go back and you could edit out my ridiculousness, but no. That's no, cool. darling, it's too late. <laughs> it lives. Yes. Um, 
What is it like to be, to have, to, to enter the room before you entered the room? Um, you know, that's interesting. One of the things that I used to love, because I'm, I am somebody who likes to make an impression. I'm, I'm a Leo rising. I'm one of those people who loves walking into a room and having people respond. Um, uh, and now, um, and so to be famous was always like, oh, God, to have people, you know, think I'm special and famous. And now that I am, I don't necessarily have that need. So there is a... Um, uh, sometimes I, I wish for my anonymity, but then that's a stupid thing because I don't have it. And why should you wish for something you don't have? Um, but I don't, I don't have the same, it doesn't give me the same juju as I thought it would when I was younger. <laughs> it never looks or feels as good as you think it's going no, to, right? No, and, and there's also, you know, people are watching you all the time and I'm clumsy. I do stupid things. I eat with my mouth open and now I have to kind of watch what I do because people are watching me. And sometimes it makes me uncomfortable if I go into a store and, you know, the people at CVS go, you know, because they recognize me, and they're tr- and then and then they stare at you because they're trying to place. They're going through the you know the the uh, computer of their mind. They're trying to place where they know you from, and that's energy, and you feel that. But you know what? That's so deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> is deal it is it, it ever is it ever? Um, I don't know. Does, how does that change the way you deal with real people? And when I say real people, I mean. Well, here's the deal, and this is I, I'm going to quote Mr. Uh, Sir Paul McCartney, when people ask to take a picture with him and they have an interaction and they'll say can we get a picture he always says do you want to be a fan or do you want to be a friend and because it changes the dynamic it really does it really does so uh there is this kind of uh celebrity hunting thing that people on vacation do and there are professional people who want to take your picture to sell it on the internet that is um not a true interaction you're a, a prize and that i don't like it i mean i do it i do it but uh, it's not that's not enjoyable. Where you're a prize or a get, yeah. You know, do, uh, how do how do you keep from? You're, I'm fascinated because I, you you and I've been talking for for a few years on and off, and 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 I still refer back to parts of your book because it, it, it I relate. Even though our stories are wildly different, I relate to your journey very much, and mm. you just seem ever more evolved. Every time I see you, thank you. In that you just like you are like the soul of calm in this very moment, and I'm and I'm forever I'm attracted to it, but I'm always trying to also understand it because mm. I'm in search of calm. Yeah, you. We've talked about this. Yeah. Before. So how how are you? I think the last time I was here, I said something about um, I am not concerned with what goes on in somebody else's mind about me. Hmm. And um, I, yeah, I remember that. And, uh, and not that I uh, give them the finger, but everybody has their own stuff. And what goes on in somebody's head is not something that I can control nor divine. So I just um, I, I, I don't have that desire anymore. And I think it's given me a level of peace. Are you guarded? Uh, as I sit here with my arms crossed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a certain part. Of, yeah. I'm That's o- not why I was asking <laughs> you that. I am. I'm like complete, my legs are crossed and my, I'm, my uh, solar plexus is crossed. I'm protecting myself from you. Um, uh, am I guarded? I think I have a healthy, healthy respect for my own boundaries. You know, I think... Um, uh, I don't. I, I if I were if I were guarded, that means that I think there's something that I need to protect myself from, and I don't walk through the world thinking I need to be protected from anything. 
I mean, I, I don't engage with everybody who makes eye contact with me because I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would uh, sap my spirit. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, you know, I, 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 I kind of that's one of the things that I'm learning how to do is how to walk through in this kind of unique circumstance that not a lot of people have. You don't read a book about how to navigate being um, kind of uh, known by everybody on the street <laughs> and uh when you lose that kind of anonymity but um, there's also a different kind of a uh, different kind of thing that you have to deal with as well which is the fact that you are uh you're a lesbian and and we don't have a lot of famous gay men or lesbians i mm-hmm. mean the ranks are growing but you can still count right right um there's a different pressure that comes with that. I, I don't would know imagine. that there is. I got to tell you really? that that's not. Yeah, that doesn't. Uh, that doesn't exist. You know, that people no? kind of going, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't feel that. And if they do, it doesn't. You know, like someone will say, "Oh, thanks for what you've done," because really, what they will, you know, I haven't really done anything. But to them, they, they're they're happy to see a, um, an open, openly gay person uh, being very public, and having a career. I think. That I don't feel pressured by that. It doesn't happen every two seconds. Um, that's so the whole lesbian thing really is benign for that's me. That's good. That's good. Jane Lynch joining us here on the Jolt. It's uh, forty-two past the hour. Hollywood Game Night uh, premieres its third season tonight on NBC, ten o'clock, nine central. Um, C. Jane Singh uh, is on the road at Joe's Pub. It's actually coming in this uh, this August, and. Um, you're also doing a movie called Angel from Hell. Is oh that no, right? that's my uh, new television series. That's your new TV series. Yes. So, so tell us about that. Can what can what can yeah. you tell us about that? Well, f- you can go online and see the uh, YouTube for the five minute uh, pr- uh, trailer. Uh, it's like taken from the pilot. Um, Angel, for, just go to YouTube, search Angel from Hell, or go to CBS.com, I guess. But um, it's about a, a, a guardian angel, or is she just a crazy homeless person who lives in her car? We don't know. But Not that's really why sure. That's why I play, and um, I insinuate myself into the life of Maggie Lawson, who was on Psych for many years, and she's wonderful. She plays a, a very type A dermatologist uh, who I see is going down the wrong path and taking care of everybody else but herself. And so I kind of... Um, introduce myself to her and say look i'm here to help you and of course i mess things up before i help her so i I watched the clip and i thought it was really really sweet and i but i also was wondering you signed on for something really soon i know i know why why did you i didn't plan on it i really didn't uh i mean she looks she looks tasty she is Mm -hmm. and like the words feel really good and the writing is great and it's what i'm all about these days it's 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 ultimately it's about love and it's about um uh you know this character has although she's an angel she has such a love for life and and um uh she's she loves to drink and overeat and she's all she's the most earthy angel and um she's trying to really get this woman to enjoy her life and embrace it well what i saw in 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 the clip was um very very i don't want to say i'm having a hard time finding the right word it's not dominant but it's sort of like powerful she's a very mm-hmm. strong powerful figure um mm-hmm. How much of that was attractive to you? That was, yeah, that, you know, and because also, she, but she's huge. She's all heart. 
her, her. But she's smart, smart, smart. And well, and I don't know if she's smart, smart, smart. You don't she's, think so? She's got a huge heart. She does stupid things. She gets her into some terrible yeah, situations. But, but I don't know. I think that's because I think she's smart because I think she leads with her heart. I she, think well, that that's people, right. Because I always thought of mm-hmm. Sue Sylvester as being the smartest character in Glee. Yeah, well, she was. She was conniving and strategizing and covering a but very passionate, tender. Passionate, passionate, passionate. But she uh, used her, oh, that power for good and for evil. Mm. And um, did uh, needed some therapy around it. Whereas uh, um, Amy is all heart, and and some and also she has prejudices herself too. When she doesn't like somebody, you know it. When when she doesn't trust somebody, you know it. But she's about embracing life, and you know, like she says, "Have a weekday margarita. Let some random guy take you to O Town. You know, relax." So that's what she's about, and I and I love that. I think it's a something I've been telling myself, and I enjoy telling Maggie Lawson. <laughs> Very <laughs> Hopefully cool. for many years to come. And so that comes that comes in November, is that Yeah, right? November. Yeah, we start in September and we'll come on after, we start working in September, but we'll, we'll come on after football. You don't you don't sit still very long, do you, Jane No. Lynch? I love to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I do have a lot of time to sit still. Believe me, I, I yeah. spend a lot of time in my room with my dogs and pondering and looking out at the beautiful canyon where I live and yeah I sometimes feel like I do that more than most people so good for you I always feel like we learn something really necessary when you come to see us you're (laughs) so much fun (laughs) thank you but you you're 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 a very very powerful entity image and energy it's hard to hard to put into words I love that but yeah there's a there's so there's something I, I feel like I'm walking away thinking about a weekday margarita. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good. How are you doing? Good. Look for Maybe look for today. Jane Lynch uh, tonight on the uh, season three premiere of Hollywood Game Night at, uh, at NBC ten nine Central and um, Angel from Hell coming in November. Hopefully, you'll come back and talk about oh, that. Oh, always. I'm always coming back. And uh, and uh, and I will be front and center when she plays Joe's Pub yes. in August. August sixteenth through the nineteenth. Be giving Perfect. you full review. Mm. Go to joespub.com to learn more about that. I'll be here to promote that. So let's talk in August. Uh, I think we will. Early August. Maybe we'll, we'll like, well, I, I have an idea okay. to be continued. <laughs>